Chapter 23, Crossing the Threshold That's about it, really. Found the garden. Wasn't too difficult once all the cannibal frogs had been disposed of. It was almost as if they were the last test. The last guardian of the gate, if you will. Or something like that. Kind of a cliché, I know. That's not my problem. I had more important concerns. Like trying to remember who I was. What I was doing lying on some rock out in the middle of nowhere. The stone had cooled. Because I'd turned the world into an inferno. It had been so easy. Let the flames rush. Let the flames roar. The cliche would be to say that I got angry enough. But that's not what happened. At least that's not what I think happened. I mean, I'd gotten mighty freaked out and pissed off, sure. Nothing like finding a pile of your own bones picked clean and tossed aside to turn the blood. But... With the flames roaring all around me, I had been cool. In a totally freaked and angry to the point of bloodshed kind of way, sure, but... I don't know distant at the same time. I could say something like the flame didn't consume me, I consumed them, but I don't want to throw up. So I got off my ass, remembering something of why I was there, looking for the water of life, and that's all it took. I could touch it, taste it, fresh as the world, sweet as destiny. The water of life flowed through me like the touch of the breeze. A song was an echo at the back of my head, right behind my ear. This was crazy. I wanted to laugh. I did laugh. I wanted to cry, not knowing how. I knew where I was going. At least that was a start. I chose a direction, started walking over rock under stone, knowing I had a destiny. Well, a destination. Let's not get carried away here. And that's how I found it. Wandering. I don't know how long. Not that time really seemed to make much of a difference in this place. One day is just as good as any other, that's what I always say. Which is how I found it. Wandering. Looking. Therefore, there it was. The garden opened up before me, a great expanse of life in the underground, sculpted, molded like... Hell, I don't know how to describe it, like a planned community. The trees were uniformly tall. If you looked at them side by side, stick a straight edge between them, it would be level. And they weren't exactly tree-shaped. Oh, I'll, I'll try to explain. The trees had been clipped and pruned and cared for. Shaped into art. That one was a cone, the other one was more of a cylinder, sort of an unnatural pointy hat shape. The lawn was freshly cut and manicured, the bushes in the brush, small plants and flowers, sculpted into lawn ornaments depicting scenes from the wild. 
That bush resembled a deer in green leaves and flowers. This one was a rabbit. Over there I could see a bird. This was an enlightened man's garden. If you know what I mean. The kind of place the romantics and the impressionists railed against. That's the best description I can offer. Take it or don't understand it. I don't care. I was following the river. Flowed through the garden. From whence it came and where it might go. I don't care. Flowing in its bed of white stone. It filled me. Flowing around me, through me, drinking me in, tasting me, laughing among the stones, I stumbled toward it, not knowing what I should do, not knowing how I might take up the water, transport it back to the dragon. Which brought up another interesting little problem. The dragon. Not my dragon. The gardener or guardian or whatever it was that lived in this place. Between me and the driver was the dragon. Big as life, more snake than lizard, no wings that I could imagine. All dark skin and gold scales, red and gold as a sunrise, a shock of dark hair like a lion's mane. Eyes that shame the sun, kind of awe-inspiring, really. I mean, words most definitely failed me. Facing the dragon, wondering if I might speak. I take that back. About words failing me. I mean, they did fail me. That magnificent beast stretched out before me for as far as the eye could see. I didn't have two words in my head. Not that it mattered. I couldn't say a damn thing until the dragon gave me permission. The dragon didn't look to be saying anything anytime soon. This was turning into a staring match. One I would lose. Only a matter of time before I went screaming off into the sunset, or what passed for sunset around here. Leave this place. I am here. Okay, I don't know what was freakier, the dragon's voice, or my answer without permission. What is it with dragons? Do they give their consent simply by bothering to say two words to you? Or was I breaking my programming? Maybe dragons are just such forceful, overwhelming bastards that their will overrides absolutely anything and everything else, including Del Morgan's prohibition against my speaking without permission. I can tell you one thing. The blood was racing like fire beneath my skin for hearing my voice unannounced. The thrill was almost overwhelming. You do not belong here. You know, I get that a lot. In fact, it's my main point. I don't belong here. This place. I mean, this place is a perfect freak show. And I don't mean you in particular. I mean this whole world I've stumbled into. Nothing. And I mean nothing has made a lick of sense since I stumbled upon a little stretch of beach in the lobby of my office. Nothing. Dragon gave me no answer to that. I guess I should say a few words about the dragon's voice, since I brought it up. It was like a freight train in a silent movie. Really, like a whisper in church that makes a whole congregation turn and stare. If it had been an earthquake, I would have been shattered glass. Of course, in the face of all that, standing kind of nose-to-nose -nose with something that must use sequoias for toothpicks, I would have to fill the void, make a noise. Say something. 
say anything, stupid. I was wondering, thinking, hoping. I was wondering if I might have a thimble. I know it. It must be much to ask in this place. I'm not prepared. When I woke this morning, I didn't think I would find myself here in this place. I mean, not this morning. This morning, I was wondering how long I had been somebody else's breakfast. I mean, when I started out, left home looking for dragon's breath, I didn't expect to find myself here, or else I would have come prepared. Look. If it really isn't too much trouble, I would very much like a pound of water. No, huh? Well, why not? The river flows whether we mind it or not, so if it's all one to you, you do not want it. What? Why? Are you a mind reader? Why don't I want it? Is there something wrong with it? Does it make your breath stink? Am I allowed to make up my own mind as to what I might like or dislike? Maybe I've heard of this stuff and I just want to try it. Did you ever think of that? Of course I want it. You do not want it. What I just finished saying? Yes, I want the water of life. I need it. You do not want it. What is this? You do everything times three? I just finished telling you I want it. I've got big plans for this stuff. You're going to trade it for dragon's breath. Hey, how do you know that? Maybe I'm thirsty. Did you ever think of that? No, you told me. You want dragon's breath. Well, maybe I should just shut up. I don't care about dragon's breath. I don't even know what it is. I just want the water of life. Is that so much to ask? Do you play chess? I suck at the game myself. Learn something new every day. So what is the price? For the water, I mean. I'll wrestle you for it. I know. Hardly a fair match. I'll tell you what, I'll tie one hand behind my back if that'll make it fair. What if I could offer you a fair trade, fruit from the tree of knowledge instead of the water of life? What kind of trade is that? I haven't given you anything. You don't want the water of life, not really. Take the fruit with my blessing. Where are we, Genesis? Are you really offering me an apple from the tree of knowledge of good and evil? I hate to break the news to you, but I think I already know the difference. Do you? Yes. I do not think so. Take the fruit and be sure. Nice try. In exchange for confirmation of what I already know, I give up the water of life. What else do you got to sell me? I could give you the water of life. There you go. Just what I always wanted. I knew you would see it my way. No, you do not understand. I will give you the water of life, not to the one who sent you. I will give it to you. That makes as much sense as a clockwork orange. So if you give me the water of life, what's to stop me from doing whatever I want with it? It can free you from Del Morgan. As long as Del Morgan has your heart, she controls you. If you should but drink of the water of life, you would be free of her, free of your heart. What's the catch? There is no catch. Drink and be healed. Drink and be free. In time, you will forget you ever had a heart. What do you mean? Forget I had a heart? You mean I can be free of her control? Drink and sever the connection? Lose my heart? When am I without it? It's not exactly as if you had been using it. Shut up! Just shut the fuck up! What am I doing here? I want my fucking heart! That's what I'm doing here! Yes, I think I shall give you what you wanted. The water of life. No! I don't want it! 
You said you wanted it. The water of life is a gift without compare. You cannot resist. Many would kill for it. Many more would die. Empires would rise and fall, but for a single drop. No! This audio recording of The Fearful Pagidian, Pin the Tail on the Donkey, is copyright 2010 by Keith T. Jones. All rights reserved.